welcome to the WordCat, a brand new podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. On this episode, Jo Dixon is perfecting her panel performances. Fiona Taylor is soaking up wisdom and networking like a boss. And Jack, well... Jack's diabolically evil plans to take over the world have hit a... Oh, hiccup. Jack? Well, have you seen my green pen? This one? No, no, my favourite green pen. Uh, no, but this'll do the same job. But shouldn't you be, uh, typing? After all, this is, you know, the word count. <laughs> Got it! Oh, dear. Thank goodness for Fiona and Joe. Welcome to the Word Count. And we're back. We might be a little late because we had festivalitis. Festivalizationalism. I feel like festivalitis is makes more sense. You're right, it does. <laughs> this is episode four of the Word Count with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon. Hello, lovely to finally be here. Jack Ellen. Always been here, lovely to be here with you guys though. <laughs> and me, Fiona Taylor. Today we were going to be coming from to you from beautiful Port Huon in Tasmania where we were attending the Terror Australis Festival at the Commandy Hotel. But as I said, we caught festival ice. Festival itis? Yes. So now I'm back in Melbourne, Joe and Jack, um, their respective homes in Tasmania, <laughs> and we'll try this again. No, I'm, I think you're doing great because you know what? The thing about a festival is it, it's huge, it's big, and it asks a lot of you. And even if you're only a participant, you can leave a festival exhausted and having trouble saying festivalizer. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> you see, you know, when I was trying to talk to Phil, he's just like, can we go again? I'm like, yeah. Can we go again? I'm like, I'm trying. Look, I'm really trying. <laughs> and you're and, uh, a professional. You're a professional. So <laughs> let's lower our standards. Let's lower our standards and just go with how this flows. Okay, that sounds good. Back over to you, Fiona. Joe was a panellist for the festival and we were yes. all lucky enough to take masterclasses with two incredible authors, beloved and prolific author of Vera and Shetland, all the way from the UK. Anne Cleves, and our very own favourite homegrown crime writer, Gary Disher, author of 50 novels. (laughs) It was excellent. Before we begin, there was a blog post written last week by debut author of The Rush, which is a fabulous book. I loved it. Have you guys read it? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. TBR Bookshelf. Yeah, it's excellent. It was written by Michelle Prack, who goes by the handle Pracky. First, she's been listening to our podcast, so Thank you, Michelle, for all your support. And her blog highlighted for me that we really haven't explained that our name, the word count, is actually a bit tongue in cheek. <laughs> it means different things to each of us. So we hope it comes to mean whatever you want it to be, dear listener, and you can find a way of keeping accountable that works for you. So let's have a quick chat about what the word count actually means to us. Joe, your first. Okay, so. For me, I I must admit I do like a solid goal, um, but you know something tangible, something that I can really work towards. But when I do get into a writing flow, I usually work 
to complete a scene or a chapter, um, and the numbers probably mean less. I, I put them out there at the beginning of the day, but I, I don't hang my hat on them. I, I'm not. I don't get stressed if I don't get there. <laughs> I'm also a big believer that writing, that writing, writing a book, isn't just the act of tippity tapping on your typewriter or your keyboard or scribbling words on a page. Um, it's more than that. It's 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 staring out the window. It's plotting. It's contemplation. It's vacuuming and freeing your mind. Um, also, there are different writing goals at different stages of the process. So there's when you're rewriting and editing, for example, you've got different goals to when you're writing a first draft. And even editing itself can take different forms. So when I'm editing um, before submission, I've got different goals to when I'm, say, responding to structural or coffee edits. Um, and also, if I'm at the beginning of a project, then it's all about stit notes and Scratch pads and coloured pens and <laughs> string linking things together on a big board. It's utter chaos and my goals are different. So for me, the word count is setting a goal to be moving forward at all points, but that goal can take a different form each time, uh, different stages of the process or on different days. And let's face it, there's no such thing as a set routine. Well, I don't think there is. Um, routine changes every day for me. Yes, it mm-hmm. does. I agree. And I love I love Joe's post-it notes. They- oh, post-it notes. My God, I wish I'd bring them out in more colours. Jack, <laughs> Jack, what do you think a word count or our word count refers to? The word count, or for me, the word count is the podcast. So it's being yes. held accountable by you too <laughs> to get my butt into gear and to do something. It doesn't matter what it is, just something. So yeah, accountability. I'm not a I'm not a word counter. I'm more of accountability. I'm a bit more about the story, but it's also because when I work in commercial copy, people keep saying, oh, it's a 30 second script. It's 85 words, which is absolute rubbish because words are different lengths and different, you know, syllables and different um, emphases. So, you know, 85 words is not 30 seconds. So for me, it's never been about the actual count of the words. It's about the story. Oh, it's about the story. I love that. That's great. That's great. And the chocolate slice. And yeah. the gutters. And, and the, the gutters edge trimmer. And the whoopee snippering. And yeah. the angle grinder. It's that, yeah, it's all and the whiskey and bacon jam. <laughs> it's all part of the story. <laughs> We're off track. We're off track. This is a goal. Fiona. Fiona. <laughs> Both say Fiona. Oh, my goodness. On We're looking spot. at you. I admit that up until this point, I've concentrated on word counting how many words I need to write a day, how that drives the progress of the novel. And I have to confess the pressure of hitting word goals can be creatively crippling for me. So I do not understand why I do it. (laughs) So if I haven't worked out the scene in my head beforehand, I definitely struggle to put words on the page. So Michelle Prack's blog post about how she's drifted away from word counting and instead is driving herself to finish a chapter or a scene um, really spoke to me. And while this isn't word counting per se, it's still a word count goal because Pracky is getting her words on the page, which is after all the end goal of all writers. So I think that going forward, I'll be making a goal based on what I want to work on, a Mm -hmm. scene working on character development, writing a pivotal chapter, daydreaming about the plot. But then I'm going to check in with how that goal equated to words, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I love the fact you're including daydreaming. Very important. Yeah, it is so. It, it truly is. Because you've got to chew your story. You've got to visualise it. You've got to think it through. It doesn't 
magically appear at your fingertips just because you sit down at a laptop or computer keyboard or whatever it might be. And you've got to enjoy it. you really got to just enjoy it. Yeah, and you've got who, to enjoy it. Who told yeah. us that, Jack? Um, I think we all knew that before it was told to us by an internationally best-selling author. Um, actually, several internationally best-selling authors all said it. But it, it's really true. I mean, yes, it's a business. I get that. But if you don't enjoy what you do, why are you doing it? That's right. And I love that we all see what the word count means different that we all see the word count as meaning something yep. different. Yeah. And I think yep. that that's going to show in our word count this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this feels like such a major confession. Okay, right. <laughs> Do it to us. Do it to us. Okay, two weeks ago we all set new goals for writing. Deposit. More than two weeks ago now because we were oh, a little yes. bit behind. That's right, more than two weeks ago because we're a little Which bit Which makes it worse. we've got festivitis um did we hit them did we not let's find out let's check in accountability check-in okay joe your goal was three thousand words how many did you write um I can say I was on three panels and um, <laughs> went and had a lot of reading to do. And yeah, um, okay, mine is a big fat zero. <laughs> it's just like, you know what? I know you're saying zero, but there were workshops with those masterclasses where we were doing a bit of writing. That counts. That totally counts, right? This but is true. This is true. And I did a couple of exercises. Mm-hmm. Let's writing. go with that. Yes, you're right there, Jack. It is writing, but it doesn't actually go towards the book's word count. So we're actually going to count that as a zero, as hard as that was for Joe to say. It is. I'm going to make it up to you guys. I'm going, to, <laughs> going forward next from next week on, it's going to be massive, massive, I promise, after <laughs> next week. It has to be because don't you have a um, – I've got a deadline. I have a <laughs> That is approaching so rapidly. I'm not stressed. I thrive on deadlines. Jack, moving over to you now. Me? Well, okay. Yes. So um, my goal was editing, middle grade novel, uh, yes. done, formatted, almost at the oh, end. Cool. And uh, the... when did you find time to do that? <laughs> it's, it's formatting. It's kind, kind of comes easy to me. Um, <laughs> it's that whole copy, click and paste. Um, <laughs> Well, no, look, it was it was practically finished anyway, so it was it was good. Um, and the other one, the big one, the most important goal that I set was to make chocolate slice. Now, this is not brownies, this is not cake. This is good old fashioned chocolate slice. This is wheat bix and coconut and cocoa mm. and butter and sugar and flour and icing with hundreds and thousands and oh my god, it's amazing. Can I just say that <laughs> really quick, really fast, really delicious? Did you make them? Of course, I did. did I eat them absolutely did I share them around to my neighbors because I got sick of eating them yes I did that too (laughs) so you're saying you met both your goals editing the middle grade novel 
and making this chocolate slice. Mm, yeah, but I didn't quite finish the middle grade novel. Like, I haven't quite finished it. I'd love to say, yes, I ticked all these boxes, but no, I did not. All I know is that I've got that little bit to finish at the end, but I also know how all-consuming festivals can be. Yes. And, yes. and so I was also working as well as going to the festival. So yeah. it was a little bit crazy. No, you you nailed it. You hit both your goals. All kudos to you, Jack. I feel like yes. it was, it's kind of like a whack-a-mole, though. <laughs> <laughs> hitting, my, hitting my goals is, is seriously, it's a whack-a-mole experience. <laughs> okay, so we've had one absolute flop. That's me. Second one is two goals out of three. Fiona. So my goal was the same as Joe's, 3,000 words, and I very famously wrote nine words because I posted (laughs) about those actual nine words and everybody knows what my word count was. So this is is why word count means different things to each of us. Nine words, you legend. Nine words. So spending- Which of they were good ones. They were great ones. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, so spending a week with you two kind of took away from everything. And so it that was an unexpected um outcome, I think, to our listeners that Joe and I are so close to having not written at all because we got a little taken up with our 1980s disco outfits. They were phenomenal. They were seriously phenomenal. I was just like, oh, my goodness, and the hair. And I have to say the posing was fabulous too, very, very, very dynasty. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And considering we were at a festival, maybe it's not that unexpected. And we, we should point out that the costumes were for the murder mystery night of the Terra Australis Festival, that we weren't just dressing as rejects from the 1980s just for fun. Well, it was for fun, but no, we, weren't, we weren't the only ones dressed like that. No. It was a murder mystery night at Terra Australis and we looked spectacular. We did look spectacular. Was that your highlight of the week, Joe? It's definitely one of them. I've got to say, I'd like to bring back the power suit. I forgot how great shoulder pads are. Um, very flattering very flattering what was funny was um we had so much fun so yes dressing up as a power woman a businesswoman from the 1980s was definitely a highlight um sitting in and listening to Anne Cleves and Gary Disher uh was just incredible that was just wonderful meeting author friends in real life first time and all those all those hugs that was always just amazing. Highlight. Yes. I'm always <laughs> hanging with you guys, hanging with you two, the three of us together, finally. Well, not finally, but again. Um, <laughs> uh, in the beautiful Huon Valley. And there was one other thing that was a major highlight for me this week. It's a little thing, just a tiny little thing, which was the itty, itty bitty tiny thing. Itty bitty tiny thing, which was that I signed with Zeitgeist Literary Agency. Uh, I've done things a bit backwards. I didn't have an agent when I began my publishing journey. Journey, um, but I was approached by Zeitgeist by Benithan Oldfield, and I signed him as my agent this week. So <laughs> I'm now an agented author, which is very That's exciting. Awesome. That's seriously yeah. exciting. Congratulations, Congratulations Joe. <laughs> That's awesome news. Okay, so Jack, what was the highlight of the week, the spectacular week that we've had? What was the highlight for you? Oh, well, I didn't I didn't go to everything that you guys went to. Meeting Gary Disher 
is that was just incredible because I have read all his books and Joe, I'm pretty sure that it was Ian from Dimmick's Hobart that got us mm. both onto him oh, as yes. an author. And so coming across his work and, you know, face to face and again, meeting authors I've spoken to for Sisters in Crime on Zoom and all of a sudden they're off the computer and right in front of you. That's incredible. But also there were other writers there who were just starting their journey or they're well into their journey and just being able to talk writerly stuff, which let's face it, I'm really good at doing that in my cupboard, but I'm not really, really comfortable yet talking about my work outside of this. And um, and so being outside my comfort zone was really, it was great. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Did, did did you get comfortable with talking about your work? Of course not. Not, <laughs> not at all. That's why I ask questions about everybody else's work. <laughs> That's but it's also also because I can't I can't sort of pin what I'm doing down to one particular thing. So it's a very good tactic, though, Jack. Reflection. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also, I mean, there's so many interesting stories, so many different people, so many different backgrounds. The only can you can you choose one highlight? Because I've got a funny feeling that your highlights might be a plethora. Having masterclasses with Gary Disher and Anne Cleves were amazing. Absolutely amazing. We learned so much. It was fabulous. I loved those classes. But mine is going to be staying with you both. Oh, all together now. (laughs) That's so sweet. So two nights with Jack at her gorgeous cottage and four nights with Joe at the Beaumont in Franklin. And thank you to you both. Thank you. I love hanging out with you in person. And I shared a quote the other day about women needing others in their lives who think they're a big deal. No competition, no jealousy. Just, I love you, I support you, and there is no one like you. And that is what you are for me. Aww. This is like we're going we're gonna to get all emotional. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like now, now we're all going to, like, stop talking and just have a little, you know, private happy tear. <laughs> okay, I'll make you feel happy again. Um, it was the best to catch up with authors Rob R.W.R. McDonald, Danuka McKenzie, I finally got to meet the delightful Ashley Collagen Blunt and met um, authors for the first time, Karen Brooks, Poppy G, Nila Moreo. Um, I'll pop their books in the show notes. It was just oh, yes. a plethora of new friends. Um, it was. Friends. It was so much that I think that's how we all got festivalitis. Let's do it. Panels were fabulous, but we were just exhausted by the end of the day. And because all we'd done is hug people and chatted and taken photos and then <laughs> social media, and then it was like, oh, my goodness, I need to get some sleep. Yes. It was the last consideration. <laughs> <laughs> it was little, yes. Now, knowing that, oh, okay, so, Joe, who are you yes. flying off to tomorrow? Um, so tomorrow I'm flying to Sydney. Um, I've got um panel for I'm booked to do a panel, the Bad Sydney Crime Festival, which is a Prime <gasps> Writers Festival in Sydney. I have this has been on my wish list for so long. Um, I've only, I've never attended in person, certainly not as an author, but not even as a which patron. Participant. participant, thank you. 
they have the most amazing panels and the most incredible lineup of authors. Uh, I'm so excited to be part of it. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, no. No, I listen to your panels at Terra Australis. You're fabulous. And you do it oh. without notes. You're amazing. Without notes? Without I, I do prepare. <gasps> I, can I just say I do prepare? I do prepare. I do I do repeat know what I'm gonna say and I, I know what my thoughts are and what have you, but this is it. I'm really excited about this one. There's just so many big names and there's an author party which I'll get to go to and I'll be in the corner just watching. No, you won't. You'll be Fiona. Fiona has if she's taught you nothing, it's how to do selfies on a mass scale and a small scale and at every scale. So that (laughs) phone will be clicking madly. And of course, I'll be way back down here in the, you know, the depths of southern Tasmania, just going, just another photo, please. Just another, (laughs) just a little bit more envy. Just another photo, just a bit more envy. Well, it's going to be hard to set a goal for this week because because we are running late with the recording of this episode. You, you um, need to set a goal of five selfies with your favourite authors. That's a great idea. Okay, so Michael Robotham, Candace Fox. Oh, God. Who else do you think? I'm trying to think of people that weren't at Terra Australis. Chris Hammer. Come I could, on. I could just imagine the expression on Joe's oh, face oh right God. about now. That scares the bejesus out of me, but all right. Well, I think you need a wingman. I know, I know there's one headed your way. <laughs> that is no, okay. So Rob McDonald posted, I'll see you in at bad and tagged me in that, not knowing that I wasn't actually going to go because I've been away for home, from home for a week. But Brendan saw it, my husband, and said, Oh, go and have fun with your friends. So we're going to a um, a charity dinner on Thursday night. So I couldn't go up any earlier. So I'm going up on Friday, um, to and Saturday to support Joe, take photos of her in her panel. So that's your you. goal as well. That would be a good goal, isn't it? I do have to. I have that, to. That oh, just comes naturally for you. That comes naturally for you. <laughs> I'm friendly. What can I say? Um, I just finished um editing my interview with Karina May for um, Reading by Candlelight, so that's done. I'll edit this episode, so no pressure. I'll pro- I'll have it up by tomorrow. And then I'm going to try and concentrate on something Anne Cleave suggested we do, and that's for each scene write down 10 things looking into the scene, 10 things looking out, which everyone in the masterclass found to be absolutely illuminating. That was a really, that was a really good exercise. And I'll see how much I get from that. And so, and also I'm going to bad, which is going to be fun. Going to, <laughs> going to, um, going to the awards night. So I will make sure that Joe hits her goal of selfies with established authors. Excellent, excellent. I, I love your add work. something to my goal. I, I want more. I, I need. I need more of a goal in taking photos because you know that's not my thing. You know that's that's that's, uh, that's a really good goal then, isn't it? It's not my thing. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to copy you, Fiona. I'm going to because I've got four points of view, four four character points of view in my next book. I'm going to do the Anne Cleaves exercise of looking into the room each of those characters and seeing what I see it has to be specific small details that show you something of that character and looking out of their their windows out to the root the world outside their window so I'm going to copy you I might take some photos but I'm going to do that exercise for all my characters excellent I think that's a great idea and Jack what are you going to do while we're out and about well I've um 
I've got to buy some picture books for my literacy reading at the primary school because we've gone through the books yeah. and we need to get more. I love, love having to buy picture books. It's awesome. Oh my God, so I've I got to do that. Um, I've got to research for the New Zealand Web Fest because I've got a couple of Zoom presentations coming up for that. I've got, Aren't you uh, going to New Zealand? Yes. yes. Aren't you flying next week? Yeah, we've got a couple of pre-records. Um, and then I've got to do I've got to do Sisters in Crime Murder Monday. I've got a couple of authors coming into town. I've got to catch up on the with the weekend. Um, I've got to work, got to pack, got to get Doggo to the kennel. So I think they're my goals. I reckon they're all achievable. And and let's be honest, we've only got eight days until we record the next pod. So That's right. And let's then not, let's not over promise. <laughs> well, yes, because um I'm going to be pack, packing up our home because we are moving house at the end of November. <laughs> I'll keep that for another episode because I don't want to think about packing right now. Last thing, I just want to give a shout out to one of our, we met at a Fiona McIntosh masterclass and one of our masterclasses that we know, Ali Parker today was shortlisted for Dimmick's Book of the Year. It's amazing. It's amazing. I just want to say congratulations to Ali. It is such a fabulous, fabulous thing to happen to a wonderful writer with the most gorgeous book. And we're so proud of you, Ali. Congratulations. Fantastic. Yeah, well done, Ali. Congratulations. So it is goodbye from us. Oh, that's right. That's what we've got to say goodbye to. Sorry. <laughs> you both have to say goodbye. <laughs> Toodles. Well, I'm going to say goodbye and um See you very soon because I'm looking at my diary, turning the pages and going, bloody hell, that's close. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to bleep that out, Joe Dixon. (laughs) But make sure you look after yourselves. No festivalized us. No. No no promises. No promises. (laughs) Not at all. I'm happy happy to take absolutely no reassurance on that one too. (laughs) Enjoy. Have fun. Thank you. We will. And lots of photos. Yeah. Lots of photos. And dear listeners, we wish you all the best with your writing over the next eight, eight days. days. I don't know how long it is anymore. <laughs> However you see the word count working for you. Check in with us next time to see if we hit our goals. <laughs>